rules are. It's better. What? Ooh, I like this. Welcome to Walkers and Talkers, <laughs> episode 33. I'm yelling over the music. <laughs> So, what is that? Some sleigh bells? So, I'll tell you what that is. I'm going to tell you what you're listening to. Hold on. This is what that was. What's up? This is Afrojack, and this is my special Trapped Out theme song exclusively for the Walkers and Talkers podcast with David Brody and Jamie. What? Afrojack. Oh, my God. When did this happen? So, a couple of weeks ago, I was in here editing our podcast and getting it ready to go on the website, and Afrojack came in to do an interview... <laughs> At night, with with uh, Maxwell, who does uh, nights on Z100 here in New York, and um, he heard me editing the podcast, and he said in his accent, what is that you're listening to? And I said, because what is that? Is that Walking Dead? And I said, yes. And he said, I'd love that show. And I said, yeah, we do a podcast with, I, with my co-host Jamie every week. He goes, "Don't no spoilers. I'm a couple of episodes behind. So I said... Yeah, he goes, how long have you been doing it? I said, for a long time. He goes, I have to listen. Now, how, how do you listen? I said, wow. iHeartRadio. Now, I love Afrojack, so I'm really excited. So I said, you know, Afro, if I can call you that. <laughs> Mr. Jack. Mr. Jack. <laughs> I said, our podcast is coming along really well. It just would sound so much better if we had a really cool beat under it. And he said, well, I'll just do a trapped out version for you. I'm doing a terrible accent. But he okay. said, I'll, I'll do a trapped out version of the theme song for you. I said, yeah, okay. That's, so he just made that? Yeah, he goes, give me your business card. And he goes, I'll give it to you in like a week. What? So he just got it. Oh, my God. You have to send that to me. I'll send it to you. Now, if you're listening and you like it, I'm sorry. I'm not sending it out. I'm not posting it. This is an exclusive thing for our podcast that he asked us to not send around to just use for the podcast. So if you like it, that's great. I appreciate it. Uh, thank you, Afrojack. You're amazing. Yeah, thank you. I still can't talk to him about the show because he's still a few episodes <laughs> behind. Because I texted him. I said, thanks. I can't wait to, to, to do the podcast this week. Negan's a dick. And he wrote back, I'm not up to Negan yet. Oh, yeah, God, so, he's really behind. Yeah, yeah. so he's still at the like, middle of season six. Oh, okay. Well, he's so, heard the name. So, Afrojack, thank you very much. That is awesome. Thank and, you. And he also did a regular ID for us, which is, I think it's this one. Oh. What's up? This is Afrojack, and you're listening to the Walkers and Talkers podcast with David Brody and Jamie. There you oh, go. Oh, I need that one, too. Yeah, we'll get you that, too. <laughs> okay, so uh, I'm David Brody from Elster in the Morning Show. This is Jamie from Light FM in New York. Hi, guys. Uh, a lot of you guys have commented that you like our new logo. We're thrilled with it. Thank you again. I love it. Thank you again, Randy from Read the Apple on Twitter. Um, it's uh, us as zombies with um, our regular morning show uh, and radio station logos altered for the for the Walking Dead. Can I just point out that you have more teeth than I do? In real life, yes. Also in the <laughs> hey. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, well, it, listen, that's just the way it works out. You have longer hair. Yeah, that's true. So, so there you go. Okay, so I have like five pages of notes oh my God. from this episode. So much happened. Which I think it would be fair to say Negan's a dick. but He is. But sort of justified. So let's let's talk about it. So this, the show opens with Rick in bed with Michonne, which may be the last time we see Rick in bed with Michonne for a while. Yeah. We'll get to why, but you guys already know. If you, you haven't caught up, don't listen to this podcast. I'm assuming you're a Walking Dead fan, so you're all caught up. So there you go. Uh, Michonne wakes up. Now, this is the scene we saw last week on Talking Dead. Yeah. Michonne wakes up, walks to the fireplace, goes and gets a, a, a rifle, like a sniper With rifle, a, a long-distance rifle that she hid in the fireplace and walks out with it. And then Rick gets out of bed and sees her and stares at her like, he's a shell, man. He's oh, not, he, There's nothing going on he's there. He's a form of himself. So he's yeah. just like, you know, so she goes out to a field with a like, burned-out truck and she stands on the truck and, like, you think she's standing guard. So we don't know what she's doing yet. Um, it looks like they've uh, they've been back three days from what what they what they've said. So after Negan killed Abraham and Glenn, this is three days later. Now the part that upset me was you don't see them come back with the bodies. No, you don't. And you don't see them like the Alexandrians horrified or them telling them what happened or explaining that Negan killed them. I was expecting th to see the reaction and have Rick tell the group what happened, but they never address it. Right. They're just like, this is what happened, and now we have to follow Negan. Yeah. Which seems like almost everyone is on board for that. 
Um, now he goes right to the second clip that we saw from last week, which is Eugene building a radio by the gate, and Rosita and Spencer, douchebag, uh, jumping yes. ahead on Spencer. Uh, they're about to leave to go on a run to get supplies for Negan, and Eugene's like, well, I'm not going because I got I to build this thing. So they have a working radio. Boom, 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 knock on the fence, little pig, little pig, pigs, let, let me, me in. in. <laughs> now, you and I debated that dun, he said dun, that because you had dun. seen a clip where he didn't say that, but I was like, no, he says that. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, you have to go to thewalkingdead.com. They have a column up. They do this every few weeks. This is a side-by-side comparison with episode four of season seven, which was the one we're talking about, called uh, Service, and the comic books. So you can see in the comics what happened. So you can see Negan knocking on the door, Negan knocking on the door, Spencer saying, who are you, who are you? It's really great. And uh, some of the side-by-sides don't match up. They're a little different. So we'll, we'll touch on those from uh, thewalkingdead.com. Um, so uh, it's Negan, and Spencer goes over to the door and opens the gate up, or at least where you could see. Like, he moves the wall away so you can see who's at the gate. And he's, he says to Negan, like, who are you? What a tool. Yeah, now he says that in the comic, but I mean... But doesn't he see the bat? Come on, Spencer. You would think that... White guy in a leather jacket with a bat would be the guy that you've been warned about? Uh, yeah. But I guess when they came back with the bodies of Abraham and Glenn, they didn't say, by the way, Negan wears a black leather jacket. But it's... So before Spencer can get his ass handed to him, because Negan's like, are you kidding me? Negan's like, you better be joking. Yeah, is this a joke? Right. (laughs) So Rick walks over to the gate, and he's staring at him, and Negan's like, you're going to make me ask? Yeah, don't make me ask. And Rick says they're early because they've only been back three days. They were supposed to come in a week. Right. He says, you're supposed to be here in a week. You're yeah. early. And so Rick opens the gate for him because he realizes he has no choice. Yeah. And there's a walker walking up behind Negan. Yes. Which is weird because there's like a hundred saviors there, but the walker got through. And he says, hold on, watch this. And he takes Lucille and he takes the face off of the walker. Now, last week in the trailer, they showed a bloody Lucille in some of the clips, and people thought, oh, who does he kill with Lucille? It's the walker. It's the walker. It's the walker. And then he says, I provided you a service. <laughs> I just saved you. <laughs> Man, he had some pretty good lines. He had some really good lines, but that's what service means. Um, service means he's pro- they're providing a service. I just saved you. You could have been killed by that walker. Now, they wouldn't have been killed no. from the walker. But this is like when the mafia comes to your pizza place and and they like you know you need us for protection yeah because protection from them yeah exactly so Negan is playing it like I did you a favor I killed that Walker and um, he says uh, oh he says easy peasy lemon squeezy service he goes and instead of hurting you or hurting Spencer for not knowing who I was I saved you yeah like I'm a nice guy and then he hands the bat to Rick and says hold this oh you sick twisted so mofo. Rick has to hold Lucille. Like all day, all the whole the whole time. Seriously, all day. That's the bat that killed Glenn and Abraham, oh. and he has to hold it. At least he cleaned it off. It's always so clean. Do they have like a hose somewhere? Because no, there's, there's no, no blood, chunks there's of no blood brain. stains, which is good. Because as we talked about last week, I have a Lucille now. Yes, you do. So now I know I can bash someone's head in, and it comes clean. It's yeah, fine. Just spray it down. It's fine. <laughs> Uh, so the saviors come in. There's a lot of them. They're all the ugliest bastards on the oh, planet. Oh, they are. Mean, ugly, you know. Trolls. And one of them is Daryl. Oh. And he's in his white sweatsuit the with an A on him. Dirty-looking sweatsuit. He's dirty, and his eyes are covered, and he's sort of like mopey, like he's beaten like a dog. Oh. And Rick goes up to him to talk to him, and Negan says, Nope. 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 nope he's the help now. Yeah, he's the help. You don't talk to him. <laughs> Which was basically him going, I'm only going to say, I love this line. <laughs> He shut that shit down. <laughs> so he tells the saviors, just go and start looking for stuff. Yeah, he said go in their houses, look through their shit. So that one. So Negan asks Rick for a tour. He's like, give me a tour. So what does Rick do? He's give him a tour. Now, did you notice what he picked up from the cooler? Yes, an orange crush. An orange crush Representing soda. Denise. Yeah, Denise who got the soda for, for, Tara. for Tara. And actually... They're in this mess because of the soda. If you remember... Isn't that... Because that's when they ran into Right, and I think Knots on Tie, in that episode, they went for the soda for Denise because she said, get me a soda. So there's soda in the vending machine. Yes. And they tied the vending machine to the truck, and that's when they ran into Jesus, Jesus. who stole the truck and the vending machine. Had they not gone to the vending machine and tied it up, they might not have met Jesus. That's true. And Jesus brought them to the hilltop. The hilltop told them about the saviors. saviors. So the soda keeps popping up. A tangled web we weave. Yeah. So I thought that was pretty cool that, that they referenced the soda. Um, Dwight 
goes over to Spencer and Rosita. Oh, he is such an asshole. I'm sorry. He is an I want to punch him. He takes their guns, and then he takes Rosita's canteen, pours out the water, takes that. And takes her hat off. Takes her hat off, and then gives them an assignment. Uh, go get Daryl's bike? Go get Daryl's bike. Because he knows it, it's, I guess he knows it's out there somewhere because they don't see it. It was so random. Right. Yeah. Now that means that the bike we saw him on last week that we thought was Daryl's bike isn't Daryl's bike. Yeah, I thought about that. I thought, wait a minute. Didn't Forgive he have us. It? We're not old motorcycle experts that yeah, we remembered which Sorry. was which. So now that doesn't happen in the comic because there is no Daryl. Yeah. But everything else so far was pretty much exactly like the comic book. So he takes Rosita's hat, which was a dick move because that's like her symbol. Like it's yeah, a, it's, it's her, her hat. thing. And sends them off to go find Daryl's bike. Which which they do unarmed, yeah, Un- unarmed because he took their guns, he which took is everything. Uh, we see Michonne; she's shooting at a walker like she's practicing. Now keep in mind, Michonne rarely shoots a gun because she uses her sword. That's true. Because I thought, God, she's missing that much. But then I thought, oh yeah, well she doesn't normally shoot. Terrible so. shot. Now in the comic books, Andrea plays this character. Andrea goes out practicing because Andrea's Rick's girlfriend in the comics, but she's dead in the comics. Andrea is always a terrible shot. Yeah. Yeah, so Michonne is now playing the role of Andrea, I guess, if you're yeah. a comic book fan. And she shoots at the walker, I think, nine times, yeah, according to nine Talking Dead. times. And missed every time. So finally, she jumps down from the truck and just katanas him with her sword. What I was waiting for is after the ninth shot, where was, like, a herd of walkers? Because it carries and it attracts them, but it, no, none came. Right, that's what I thought would happen. But I instead, thought, oh my God, they're all going to come, but they didn't. They didn't come. They didn't come. So uh, we go back to town, and the... the uh, the saviors find a video camera, and they, oh, and, they yeah. and they and they walk up to Negan with it, and they're like, "Looky what we found!" He's like, "Maybe there's some something freaky deaky on, on here." here. <laughs> right, and uh, it's really just a video when uh, everyone did the uh, confessions. Yeah. To uh, Deanna. Yeah. Who's Deanna? Who's Deanna? Yeah. <laughs> so it's just Rick with his gross beard. And, and Negan's like, "Shit, look uh, at yeah, you! Yeah. I wouldn't mess with that." I wouldn't man. mess with that man. He goes, "But that's not you anymore." He spends the whole episode sticking it to Rick. He really does. Making comments about Glenn and all. So we'll we'll get to all of those. So Negan asks where Maggie, Maggie is. This is sick, by the way. He says, oh, I want to be, he says, I want to be taken to Maggie, insinuating he wants to make her one, next one of his wives. Yeah. He was like, I want one of her. I want her. And um, he says to Rick, this is what he said, widows, especially the ones that look like that, they are special. Ugh. He says, he says um, although they mourn their late husbands, they're not empty inside for long once once he goes Gross. after them. Oh, he just... And then he says to Rick, he says, uh, he says, you may think that you kill a woman's husband. He says, she wouldn't be interested, but you'd be surprised. Oh He's such a creep. He's so, oh God, that scene. Yeah. But they were brilliant what they did. Yeah, he says, even though I bashed your husband's brains in, you'd be surprised. Like that, I mean, we know Maggie. Maggie would not go for him. Never, never. never. And then uh, he's talking to, to Rick. Oh, so so Father Gabriel pops up out of nowhere. By the way, he looks super creep. <laughs> he's like, hello. <laughs> he like, look, I love on Talking Dead, they call them like a Stepford right. Father Gabriel. Right, his eyes were bugged out. He, he had the collar on. Right. Everything was perfect. And so he's Negan, like, hi. Yeah, when Negan was asking for um, Maggie, he pops up out of nowhere and he's like, <laughs> Did you want to pay your final respects? At first I thought, what the hell is he talking about? So if, you, if you're if watching the show, let us know. Tweet us, uh, at walkers underscore talkers. Uh, at, you know, you could use that. That's our new uh, new handle on Twitter. And of course, at David underscore Brody at uh, jmex514 on Twitter. Um, tweet us if you thought for a minute Maggie was actually dead. Because I think some people, somebody had to have thought that. Oh, they had to have. Right. Something to me, I didn't think she was dead, but I'm like, something's weird here. Right. I but we, sure... we know she's not dead. First of all, she's in the trailer. For Actually, for week. a hot second, I thought, is she? Oh, you're a big wuss. I don't know. Wouldn't they have shown us Maggie's death? No, she's at the hilltop with Sasha. Well, we for a hot second, I, it caught me off okay, guard. Okay, a hot second. A hot second. You're no, no. Just a quick. Second. I would say what kind of second, <laughs> but then people won't. People aren't going to tweet us and admit it. <laughs> so they go to the the grave site and like, yeah, she died. She couldn't handle it. Whatever. And um, they had a fake burial plot and everything. It looked that, real. Yeah. So. What what we learn is Gabriel dug some kind of pl- uh, cemetery plot next to Glenn, I guess, to fake him out and make it look like she's dead. Now I don't know what you're gonna do when they find her at the hilltop. My question is: is what made them preemptively do that? Did they know Negan was gonna want her as his new wife? Like, what made them decide to do that? I don't know. I, I, the only thing so I can think that was of a little weird. is that because she's pregnant, maybe they thought he would take her, or that 
once he finds out she's Glenn's wife, he might Wanted. figure that she'll be revenge-driven. Like so they, they just, for yeah. protection. For protection, yeah. Now, the whole episode, they go out of their way, and we're going to touch on some of the examples, where they Rick is like, don't lie to Negan, don't lie to Negan, yeah. don't lie to Negan. But they blatantly lied about Maggie. Yes. So I thought that was kind of weird. So when they're at the gravesite, he's sort of like acting like he's sorry that he killed her husband. He's like, look, number one, Oof. he goes, I had to kill him. That, that was on you. He was that he was that was you forced my hand on that one. Meaning Glenn. Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry, meaning Abraham. Meaning he had to kill Abraham because they killed fifty of his men. And he says, but number two, that was on Daryl. Yep. And they show Daryl and he's just like, ugh, dark eyes and He looks like shit. He looks like shit. Like you'd still do him though. <laughs> oh, totally. Right. So we hear a gunshot. <laughs> we hear a gunshot and we cut to uh Carl holding uh, saviors at gunpoint. Oh my God. Because they're taking all the medicine instead of half. Now, in the comics, this is Denise. Yeah. But Denise is dead because she took the bolt in the eye that Abraham takes in the comic. Yep. So Denise is alive for a lot longer in the comics. So they made Carl do this scene, and he says, so then Nick and Rick come, Negan and Rick come running in, and Negan tells him to stop. And Rick is sort of like, hey, you know, Carl, Carl. And Carl threatens Negan. He's like, you guys got to get out of here. He goes, you lied. You said you were taking half, and he's taking all of it. He had gajones, let me tell you. He does. Now, Negan asks if he needs, if, if uh, he says to Carl, do you need to be shown again what happened? Yeah. Do I need to remind you how serious I am? I don't think so. Like, Daryl crossed him, it and Glenn is dead. three days ago. Right. You forgot. And you almost had your arm chopped off. You actually had a Sharpie circle around your arm. Yeah, I was a little surprised by that. Yeah. Also, so, side note, he looks like out of a Vidal Sassoon commercial. His hair looks his good. His hair looks phenomenal. See, in the comic <laughs> version, it makes sense that Denise would pull the gun on them because she didn't see what Negan did. She doesn't yes. understand the full scope of it. And she was the doctor protecting the Right. Medicine. Like, yeah. if Tobin pulled the gun, I would get it. Yeah. By but, the way, where was Tobin? Yeah, Tobin was in the little church thing. Are we to believe that really like none of the main characters in Alexandria came out when their stuff was being taken except the stars of the show? Apparently not. Come on now, Tobin. <laughs> I know you're heartbroken over Carol, who's soon to be banging Ezekiel. Oh, yeah. I thought about that. I saw Tobin's face and I go, well, she's somewhere else. Right. Now, Negan tells Rick, this proves they can't be trusted with the guns. And he says, now I gotta take all your guns. <sighs> so Carl ruined it for Carl everyone. Ruined, well, here's my question. Did Carl ruin it, or was he just saying that to make Carl feel bad? And the reason I say that, Dwight already took the guns from Spencer and, and Rosita. That's true. So don't we think he would have taken all the guns? First of all, half the guns are his that they took from the outpost. Yeah. I, you know, I don't know about that. Either. In the comics, he leaves them enough guns to, he says, to protect yourselves on runs getting supplies from me. I'm going to leave you with a couple of guns. I think he may have done that, but Carl... Pulled that stunt, and so he's like, fine, now I got to take them all. Now, on Talking Dead, they did a, a listener poll, and they said, was Ugh. Carl being brave or, or stupid? stupid? And Brave One disagree. Yeah, Brave was like 55%. Yeah, disagree. Yeah, you can't always trust elections. No. <laughs> just a joke, just he a joke. He was stupid, stupid, stupid. Yeah, I think he was bravely stupid. Like, brave to do it, but stupid because you have to know better. It's three days ago. I, uh, yeah. So they they continue on with the tour and they go to the, uh, the, uh, where Olivia works, where she's guarding the food and the ammunition. Yeah. He says, I'm taking all your guns. Bring me to your guns. And she had like a little tracker book. She has it. Why they didn't destroy this book, I have no idea. So they go in, he meets Olivia and he sees the food rations. He says, Take my men, show me the guns. And he's looking over the food and he says, Now I'm a, I'm a good guy. I'm going to leave you with the food. He goes, you don't have much. It's the, the sl you have slim pickings. Yeah. And he says, so I don't want you guys to starve to death because if you die, you have no use to me. Yeah, then you can't do the work for me. Right, so I'm going to leave you half the food. But then he said, now this is oh. right out of the comics. Right out of the comics. He said, I can't be the only one to notice that you have a fat lady in charge of keeping track of the rations. Can I? Can I be the only one? Now, I guess it's funny. I kind of chuckled because it's, it's a funny thing for Negan to say. Yeah. It's hurtful. I know that, but this is The Walking Dead. So I thought it was a funny line for Negan to say. Yes. Nothing that I would say. It's very Negan. Right, it's very Negan. So um, we see Rosita and Spencer looking for Daryl's bike. They find the bike, right? It because looked they, like, who hid that back there? Because it was like 
leaves and trees, like burying it. Right, kind he of? had put it by the side of the ra- the train tracks. Daryl did. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, when he first went looking for the uh, other people, when he went looking for Dwight, he put the bike there. Yeah. So they're in the basic area where Denise was killed by the yep, train tracks. The train tracks. Spencer um, is talking about how this is our life now, and uh, this is where Rick got us. People might still be alive if not for Rick. He's very anti-Rick as a leader. Well, he seems to think that everything's Rick's fault because he yeah, had a he peaceful does. life before the saviors, the survivors showed up, and they ruined everything because his parents are he dead, his waste. brother's dead. Yeah, but they, you know. Sooner or later, the the walkers in the in the quarry would have knocked down their walls. Oh yeah. Sooner or later, the wolves would have killed them. Sooner or later, the the saviors would have killed exactly. them. Exactly. But he's still alive. He's still alive. I'm assuming for now. For now. He doesn't strike me as the kind of guy who lasts a really long time. Now, if you read the comics, you know sort of his storyline um, where where it leads. So I think we're starting to get an indication that he's becoming more and more of a douchebag. I'm just gonna say I'm not gonna cry about it if we lose him. I don't know. I'm not saying anything. He is hot though. He's a good-looking man. Well, he's dating the girl from Marvel Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Oh, I met him in real life, actually. Sky on Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I met uh, Spencer Austin Nichols in July. Did you? Super. How much did you pay to meet him? I actually didn't. I walked up with my friend. Okay. I I, I ran out of autograph money, so he's on my list next time, but he is very hot. Okay. (laughs) So this part I liked. Negan's outside with Rick, and they're loading all the guns out of the supply room onto the truck. And a guy comes out, and he goes, look what I found. It's the bazooka. Yeah, he goes, holy shit. He, but, but he says it in a funny way, and he's like, I think I, I'm, I, think I have the name right. He says, uh, oh, it was you guys that took out little, little Timmy, Timmy and the Dick Brigade. <laughs> he did. <laughs> so, so, that was a cool scene. So there was always speculation in, in the um, season six. Was it season six? Season six premiere. Was it season Mid-se- six? Mid-season, mid-season premiere. Pre- the second half, right? That in the road. In the background, there was a car in the distance, and it, and that we were wondering, was that like a car from Negan's men? Did they see it happen? Yeah. Is that why they attack our, our the say, the survivors? No. It turns out that car was not supposed to be in the shot. There was always speculation. I remember you saying that. Yeah, there was speculation that when uh, Daryl shot the bazooka and killed, we never knew their names, Little Timmy and the Dick Brigade, <laughs> that the car would rat them out, and they were like, we saw what you did, but that car was not in the shot. It was supposed to be there. That was not supposed to be there. But he wasn't upset about it. He was like... I think they just assumed once he saw it, he's like, damn, that's what it was. Yeah, but he sort of says to Rick, like, you got your last shots in. Yeah. That was actually the first people they killed. Yeah, it was. So now he's like, holy crap, you killed more of my men. <laughs> but he doesn't, like, make him pay for it. He's sort of, like, impressed. Yeah, he was... I would go with more impressed than mad. So the inventory book comes out, and... After, now, why'd they keep the inventory book? I don't know. Burn that shit, Olivia. Burn that shit. <laughs> uh, two guns are missing, a Glock 9 and a twenty two. Yep. Tiny guns. Well, the Glock's powerful gun. Well, yeah, it is. The is smaller. Yeah. I'm a big non-gun expert, but I know that a Glock is, I know what it is. So, anyway, it's a powerful gun. Um, he's pissed now, and he says, to, like, to Olivia, you're in charge of the of the inventory. Where are the guns? How did you let these guns slip out? Where are these guns? Do you think she knew? Because she kind of gave Rick side eye, and I'm like, wait, does Rick have him, and she's covering for him? Yeah, I, no, I didn't know where the guns were. I didn't either, but Truthfully, she... I, I thought maybe Carol took the guns mm. when she left. Oh, yeah, it could have been. Or, because um, Rosita and Spencer didn't have any extra guns. Mm-mm. But I thought Carol may have had the guns, or maybe the gun Morgan had. I know you guys are going to tweet me that, oh, no, Morgan got his gun from... Rick gave him the gun. That's what it was. Yeah. Rick gave uh, Morgan the gun. But then isn't that one of the guns that was inventoried? Who knows? She seemed to have lost count a little bit and lost her way a little bit on the count. But only those two guns that we later find out Spencer had in his floorboard. Yeah. So then where was Rick's gun? Was it not inventoried? Yeah, and where, like you said, the Carol Carol had a gun. Was Carol's rifle that she put in her coat pocket not inventoried? And Morgan's. Not coat sleeve. Yeah. So the Morgan gun that he got from Rick and so Carol's gun. Technically three on. And the Michonne unmarked. one in the fireplace. Yes. Because that was one of Negan's guns. Yeah, but why wasn't inventory? All of his other guns were inventory. Yeah, plot, that one wasn't. Uh, hashtag plot hole. <laughs> so, um, so he says, if these guns are missing, someone is not on board, and I will not have that. Then he says, I don't normally like killing women, but I will if I have oh, to. Oh God! And you feel like he's going to kill Olivia. Yeah, you do. And she had that look on her face, like, "Holy shit! I'm just the inventory girl. <laughs> I didn't take the guns. I'm on board." 
Shout out to Ann Mahoney. That's Olivia. She follows me on Twitter. Oh, well, I hope she listens to the podcast. But it was great to see her. We haven't seen her in so many episodes. Well, she's, yeah, she's, she's been, been eating the rations. <laughs> no. <laughs> she's so, been locked in that. Oh, Ina's out of the closet. Oh, Ina's out of the closet. My God. Sorry. That's really groundbreaking for me. Yeah, Ina's out of the closet. <laughs> okay, they didn't show us the scene of her getting out of the closet. No, they didn't. I was a little upset by that. Who let her out? I don't know. The same person who let the dogs out. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. If the Baja men show up in next week's episode, who let Ina out? <laughs> Uh, so now we see the scene where Rick is in front in the church talking to the Alexandrians, and he says, you know what? This is why we have to give all the guns up. All the guns. And he's like, I want to know where the guns are. If you guys have the guns, I want the guns. T- tell me where the guns are. I thought Aaron and Eric had them. Well, minute. Eric says to him, we need to say, don't this is a good time. Not now, not now. Not now. And I'm like, what is what? What? Right, so what? what's going on there? Like, I don't. That's the first time, by the way, we've seen Eric in like forever. Holy hell, we haven't seen Eric since like he got... Whatever injured in the first episode of right? Is he like basically he's been like baking, like he's home cooking? Like what's he doing? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, Aaron, we see, but like it's your husband or boyfriend. I think it's uh, husband. We never see Eric. How is he not doing it? He's got to die soon. Oh, he's not a major character. No, he's in the background. Yeah. Um, then Eugene notices not everyone's here, and he says, "Hey, not everyone's here." But I guess he meant Rosita and Spencer. Uh, Spencer. We later find out that, well, yeah, because no one in the church comes forward. No. And I thought, did, does Tobin have it? He looks a little guilty for, yeah. for a hot second. So then we see Rosita and Spencer again, and Rosita sees something in the woods and she runs off. Yeah. What did she see? She saw a gun on one of the walkers. Well, she sees six walkers, yeah. five walkers. She, well, she, was she just hoping one had a gun or she actually saw the gun? Because I know that's what she was aiming for. Right. So she sees five walkers that are all hanging out together. Yeah, they're kind of coming. And then Spencer, the idiot's like, uh, Rosita, and then they all come toward well, her. Well, she's sneaking up behind them, like she's going to pick them off one at a time. She kills them all, despite Spencer being a dick and ruining it for her. <laughs> and she kicks ass. It's a good fight scene. Yeah, it was cool. But we then find out these were the five saviors yes. that Daryl and Sasha and Eugene and Abraham shot after Denise was killed. When Eugene bit Dwight's junk. Right. So they all got <laughs> killed, and they they all just happened to be standing near the bike where the bike was I hidden. Get, well, I guess they don't go very far. Anyway, one of, yeah, I guess. Well, they do if they hear a noise. So, um, they were all walking around. They're all dead again. They're they're dead dead now. And she finds a gun with no bullets in it, which she takes. And so, she's sort of like, we don't have to make this our life. And now, if you look at who wants to fight the most, Maggie, Sasha, the women, Michonne, yep, and, and, uh, Rosita. and Rosita. The women are ready to go. Oh, they're ready to throw it so, down. So, props to walking the walking dead women. Um, Spencer looks like he's going to tell. And she's like, what, are you going to rat me out? Yeah. Having a gun? Like, I do not trust Spencer. Remember me when Father either. Gabriel tried to rat everybody out and Deanna was like, not taking that from, from him? Yeah. I think Spencer's going to be the next rat. Yeah. Where he's going to like run around going, eh, Rick this and Rick that and Rick did this. and I don't know because I don't know about the comic, but I feel like Spencer's going to say some shit to Negan at some point and get the group in trouble somehow. Huh. You're smirking. I just like the way your mind works. Maybe I'm right. I don't. I really don't no know. No spoilers. We don't know what the TV really show is going to do. I really don't know. I just, yeah. just thought. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, we, we see Rick ripping apart Spencer's house. He looks out the window and Negan's on the porch with Olivia. I think they're drinking lemonade or something. Just hanging I know, out. I like, hey, hanging out. How awkward. So he basically told them, find the guns or she's dead. Yep. So they ripped the place apart. Finally, Rick is standing on like an air vent in the floor. And it like creaked. Yeah, so he opens it up, and there's liquor and canned food. What a hoarder. Yeah, he's what taking little, shit. What a little thief. He's taking shit, and then he finds the two guns in there. He had it in like a, like a silk sack or something, and he dumped them out, and there was two of them in there. I like that Father Gabriel said to Rick, we're going to win. And and Rick says, "How's that? We don't have, there's, no ch- we have, there's no chance. And he says, you're my friend, and I have faith in you. And that wasn't always the case. Yeah, like because they were at odds at one point. Yeah. So Father Gabriel is on board, and he believes he's got you know God on his side. He he knows we might, he might know something we don't. He looked a little freaky. Now speaking of Enid, yes, she's crying. Don't take my green balloons. Don't take my green balloons. That was really and, sad. And Davy has her balloons. Oh, he's a little sick. Right. So this guy Davy, one of the saviors, um, it, he's like little girl, say please. I'm like ew. And she's like, please say it again. Say it again. And he rubs girl. his finger on her ew. face. God, I How hate. Gross was that? What a perv! And she's underage oh, or whatever. Oh God! Right. So, did you understand why Enid wanted those balloons so badly? Yeah, because they reminded her of Glenn. Yes. When they re- re- That's why I you're know. my co-host. Yeah. God, explain. I know. Okay, so like last season when um, 
Glenn had disappeared for a while and he came back from under the dumpster, they had all these green balloons and he released them in the air to let Maggie know he was alive. Right. And so when Maggie saw them, she was on top of something and she knew those were from Glenn. Yes. And Enid was with him in that scene and Enid had pulled a gun on him, but then they became friends. I hope that's a moment that if you're, you're listening to the podcast, you go, that you knew, or you're like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Because I like when people tweet us and they say, oh, I didn't realize that. Like when I said the who's the boss thing. Yeah. That when they, when Dwight was watching who's the boss, the whole episode was about Negan proving he's the boss. Yep. And the can of orange soda, but the green balloons, when I saw them, I'm like, I oh, said, Glenn. That was a warm and fuzzy for me, the green yeah, balloons. Because that was the dumpster scene. The whole, yeah. Yeah. The fake death of Glenn. Do you know, it's really cute when Steven Yoon does uh, cons, they actually have his sign set up and they have tons of green balloons. Oh, so that helped you figure it out. Well, no, no. I, I knew about that scene. Cheater. But no, I'm not a cheater. All right. All but right. I'm just saying they, they pay a lot of tribute to that, at the cons and stuff. Yeah. So here's where Rick got out of answering a very tough question. Rick finds the guns, gives them to Negan, and he's like, Oh, right. who had them? He's like, who had them? And you're thinking, oh my God, if he says it's Spencer, Dead. he already doesn't like Spencer. Oh, shit. Because he's the douche that didn't open the gate. <laughs> and before he, I forget what was his answer. He got he out says, of it. He says, give me a second. And and Negan says, no. And, Sp- and he says, please. Please give me a second. And he says, okay. Because he saw Michonne behind him in a little house. Yep. With a, with, oh, oh, we missed a part. What did we miss? When Michonne walks away after killing the walker and she heads back into the woods. She notices she shot a deer. Yes. She accidentally shot a deer in the neck. Oh, Sorry for the she deer. She looks sad. She looks sad. So she has the deer and the rifle, and she's sort of motioning to Rick. I'm wondering if she was like, should I shoot him? Oh, I, you know, I thought he just wanted to, she just wanted to talk to him, but maybe. She should have just done it. Like oh, she was sort of showing Rick, look, I have a gun. Yeah. And so somebody tweeted me. Um, I don't know my phone with me. I apologize. I got a tweet yesterday uh, from someone who said, why didn't she just, why didn't Rick, when Rick had Lucille, hit him in the back of the head? Well, because all the saviors were all around. Well, that's what around. I said. There would be a riot. Are you kidding me? You can't do that. And also, Michonne, when she was hiding in this little abandoned house, she didn't know, because she just came back, that Negan took all their stuff, all the guns. Okay, so, uh, at it's underscore Brit bitch. <laughs> and that's uh, Brittany Stoner. She said, catching up on The Walking Dead, how has Rick not smacked Negan over the head with Lucille? Hashtag hate this. So yes, sure he could he could hit him, but the same reason we couldn't kill him on the RV. No, he he's outnumbered like a hundred oh, two hundred no, to can't. forty, and they're all weak right now. Right, and they have no weapons now. Nothing. So you hit him, and then what happens? You you kill him, and they're gonna kill you and Daryl and everybody, everybody else. Yeah, there's like I don't know how many hundreds of saviors there are. So I understand the emotion, Brit bitch, but <laughs> you can't do that. Um, so he goes to talk to Michonne, Negan lets him go, and she's got the deer and, and the, the gun rifle. and the rifle, and, and he says, you got to give me the gun. She's like, nobody knows about the gun. What are you talking about? Give me the gun. He wants all the guns. If He's he like, finds if out, he finds out, we're dead. Which is also why he didn't, he tells the guys in the church, I thought about putting guns in the forest, but if we, if he sees us with guns later, or you- he, Yeah, if he finds us later, then what? Yeah, this is a far cry from when he tells uh, Gareth at Terminus- you know, I got a, I got a, I got a, a, an axe with a red handle Stuff out. Stuff and things. Yeah, and he, I buried them out back, and I'm going to kill you kill with it. I'm going to kill you with it. Yeah, he's, Rick is broken. I've never seen Rick this broken. It's, it's bad. So, he, uh, he asks if Daryl can stay. Because when he gives him the gun, you know, Rick Negan says to him, like, that's a good move, smart move. All yeah. right, we can work together. Yeah. That's a good move. Um, So, he says, uh. Can Daryl stay? Negan says, no, unless Daryl can sway me. Let Daryl make a case for Did, staying. Daryl's playing possum. Daryl's playing possum, yeah. So Daryl says nothing. Nothing. Nothing, not, not a not, word. Not doesn't even look up. Now, you you mentioned this to me. Well, I don't know if you mentioned this to me, but there's a theory now online. Yes. Which I just got a tweet. I knew about the theory, uh, but I'll tell you, I love when people tweet us. Um, let me get the name of the person who tweeted us. So... Melissa Laura. That's, that's, that's my friend, Melissa. That, Melissa Laura, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Melissa Laura tweets, now there's a theory that Negan cut Daryl's tongue off on Newser. What? I didn't read that one yet. Okay, so the, the and so um, Norman Reedus retweeted it, apparently. Like, he sent the story out, which tells me it's definitely not true. Yeah, I, I don't see that so one. So the theory is the reason he can't he's not talking is that he can't talk. Here's why that's bullshit. 
You heard it here first. I'll tell you why it's <laughs> bullshit. Number one, it's, it's Daryl. They're not going to fuck with Daryl. No. Number two, he desperately wants Negan to say, I'm Negan. Okay? Later on, when he doesn't say anything, Dwight shows him he has his motorcycle. Mm-hmm. And he says, you can have it back. All you got to do is say it. Ugh. Now, if he knew his tongue was cut out, he wouldn't have he said, said that. that. Yeah. So that's a dumb theory. Yeah. Whoever came up with the theory, newser, whoever, dumb theory. The guy's not talking because if Daryl goes and tries to make a case to Negan why he should get back with Rick and the gang, then Negan will know he's not broken and torture him again. Exactly. Daryl's ne- not stupid. Negan doesn't want Dwight to make a case. No. He wants to make sure he's on Team Negan. Of course. He wants Daryl to say, I am Negan. If Daryl had said, listen, these guys are my friends. I really want to go back with them. He'd take a bat to his head. He doesn't want Dwight to ever, uh, Daryl ever to go back. No. So Daryl, very smart. Now, he doesn't say anything, but there's another theory going around. Yeah, this was another theory that I didn't see until someone tweeted. Well, it's based on the clip that was at the end of Talking Dead, which showed Michonne talking to Carl. And what was on the wall? In the background, it was like a poster or a chalkboard almost, and it was like a Morse code chart with all the letters and the little dots. Right. So now the theory is that maybe Daryl using Morse code either with his eye blinking or tapping. I feel like he was blinking a lot. I'll have to go back and watch. But does Rick really know Morse code? And in that moment, are you going to know? Rick's not even here present. Right. How could he even focus and know? No, Rick is a smart warrior. He's a good leader. But how is he knowing, oh, Daryl's giving me Morse code right now? And why weren't they Morse coding when they were on the lineup? When exactly. They, with Negan. I don't know. And Daryl knows Morse code, really? Yeah, I don't think I so. I don't think so. I think the posters are the, the big signs in that house because it was there before they got to Alexandria. That's what I think. Okay, so we're calling bullshit on the tongue. Bullshit on the Morse I, and code. And I'm, I'm calling 90% bullshit on the Morse code. Semi-bullshit. Semi-bullshit. <laughs> okay? I have to do a little rewind. Again, tweet us, walkers <laughs> underscore talkers, like and let us know what you think about the Morse code and tongue theory. Yes. But I'm telling you, I'm going to write back bullshit on the tongue <laughs> theory. But you can try to convince me that Daryl's tongue is cut out, but I'm saying no. It's normal. Now, that would be a great plot twist for somebody else. Yeah, not Nora. You can't do that to Daryl. Now, did they iron his tongue? <gasps> no. So it's swollen, so he can't talk for a couple days? No, because, again, Dwight said, just say it, and I'll give you the motorcycle back. Yeah. I think Dwight's almost like rooting for Daryl not to be effed up. Yeah. I don't know. Easy street. Oh, uh, please, <laughs> please, please, please. So, Negan's getting ready to leave. Oh, and, my and, God. And, he, and she says, uh, this... if you don't have something interesting for us next time we're here, someone will die. Yeah. Like, that's kind of nasty. Um, and then I thought, well, you just took everything. What the hell are they going to find? And by the way, when they took everything, they took telescopes. They took books. They took their mattresses. They took, okay, they took all of their mattresses. Which that was a dick move. Right. So that's why when I said you won't see Michonne and Rick in bed again. And it's an even bigger dick move later. We'll talk about right, that. Right, right. Because they don't have a bed anymore. Yes. We see Rick and Rick and Michonne, Michonne sleeping on the floor. It was really sad. Rick is just making a bed that's like on the floor, like putting he's, a comforter out. making I'm the like, floor, basically. He's making the floor. Yeah. I'm like, come on. Yeah. By the way, if you're still listening to this podcast, this is a long one. Yeah, this is long. <laughs> Thank you. We appreciate it. <laughs> yes, we do. We do. I know a lot of podcasts are 15 minutes, but we feel like there's so much going on in each episode. Should we talk about, since we're talking about the uh, making the floor, what Rick was revealing in the bedroom? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm getting to that. I'm getting to that. He's jumping ahead. Well, um, I thought we were almost there. No, 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 no. Negan makes Rick say thank you. Oh. He says, I could have could have could have been worse. Only took half your stuff. We provide a service for you. What are the two magic words? Now I thought he meant I'm Negan, but he didn't. He wanted Rick to say thank you. So Rick says thank you. Keep in mind, Rick's been holding Lucille the whole time. So then Negan says something exactly out of the comic book. This was... Which I'm going to say because this is a podcast, not the radio. I laugh, but my God. Ne- now, you guys all know you heard it. You watched the show. Negan says... I slipped my dick down your throat and you thanked me for it. Ugh. And Rick is sort of like, yeah. You, yeah. Rick just was like staring into space like, he's done. He's just, again, he kept commenting about beating Glenn with the with Lucille and he kept slipping in, just turning the screw on him. Ugh. And as much as he's a piece of crap, the survivors killed 50 of his men. Yeah. So my question is, and they talked about this on, on Talking Dead, they just... Took everything from Alexandria. Everything. But as far as the kingdom, they've never been inside the kingdom. Ezekiel meets them on the street. They give them their pigs or whatever else, and they leave. Yeah, 
<clears throat> Sorry. Yeah, you're right. He does. He, they meet them somewhere like a side location. The Kingdom doesn't give half of their stuff, their mattresses or anything else? Nope. And as Ron Funches, who I love as a comic. Oh, he is really funny. He's great. What he said was, we know they didn't go to the Kingdom, because if they did, Negan would have himself a tiger. <laughs> which he doesn't have, so we know that. Um, also, I uh, one of the uh, the bloggers that I like to follow, you know, I like Trev's Chantu. Mm-hmm. I also like Make a Path Presents, uh, Ronnie Hayes. He did a Q&A, and one of the uh, the questions was, what do you think would have happened if the Saviors and Negan went to Woodbury, where the governor was? Now, they outnumbered the governor and his men, but they had a tank. They did. And ne- and the governor wasn't into, like, compromising. He didn't, like, want to give in to Rick. He wanted the, he wanted, he didn't want them in the area. He didn't want them in the, uh, in the prison. He wanted everything. Um, if you had it, he wanted it. I think Negan would have won. Oh, I absolutely for think. sure. But I, I would love to have seen that. That would have been awesome. The governor getting his head bashed in, or, or the saviors taking over Woodbury. I feel like as, because back in the day in season three, mm-hmm. we thought the governor was the shit. Oh yeah, he was a tough guy, badass. Badass got cut, everything he wanted. Cut his eye out, and he was oh, yeah. Just wear threw a patch on there. Yeah, he had a tank. <laughs> so that would at least the tank I think would have made it interesting. Okay, so this brings us to uh, Rick approaching Spencer now. And he's like, hey, I found the guns in your floor. And you were taking liquor and food. And he's like, they were going to kill Olivia because yeah, of what you did. because of what you did, you asshole. And he says, and his response is, <gasps> you went into my house? Oh, my God. When he said that, like, I swear to God, dick. I wanted to punch him in the face. Dick. What an ass. And he tells you went into my house? Yeah. Really? And he tells really? Spencer, you are small and weak. That You had to take food and liquor from the rest of us? Yep. And then he goes off on Rick, and he said, you led us to this. We should have made a deal. I guess Glenn and Abraham were, were he goes, because Rick says we're lucky to be alive. He's like, I, I suppose, you know, Glenn and Abraham were lucky. And Rick was, this was a great scene because Rick, as Spencer's Rick, mouth Rick and was off, walking away. Rick is walking away and then Rick answers him but doesn't turn around. Well, but then Rick turns, Rick says, yeah, Rick says, if you say anything He's about meant- them again, I'll knock your teeth out and break your jaw. Yep. Which I thought was fair. He needed to be, Spencer needs to be smacked back into place. And then Rosita yells at, yells at him also. Yeah, he goes, you had guns? And she's like, you saw what I just went through in the woods to get one. And you had two hidden. Yeah, and she doesn't even have bullets, which brings us to something yes. else later. And then Spencer says he doesn't trust Rick as a leader. Well, Rosita doesn't if, agree yeah. with that one. If and when he goes, I will not be upset. I won't either. Uh, we see Michonne confronting Rick, and again, she says, we need to fight. We should fight. We should join up with the hilltop. Now, keep in mind, she doesn't know about the kingdom yet. No. So she, And Rick's like, we still won't have enough people. So Carol and Morgan have no idea. Nothing. They know who Negan is, but they have no idea he killed their people. They right. don't know about, they don't know where each other is, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, remember, Morgan said to Rick, we didn't end something. We may have started something. Yeah. But they have no idea what happened. And it, neither did do, do, uh, Tara and Heath. Yeah, where are they? Well, they went on a run, a supply run, but after they wiped out the- they be uh, back? Well, they said they were going on a two-week run. Now, first of two all, weeks. no one goes on a two-week run. No, that's two weeks. I heard of like three days. Well, in the grand scheme of the show, they left after the um, the assault on the satellite building. Yes. Then the red-headed woman took Carol and Maggie. Mm-hmm. Paula. They, they got right, Paula. They got out of that, and then they came home, and Maggie got sick, and they got in the RV, and then Negan, and then three days later, they're back. So maybe a week? Uh, yeah, so I guess on the timeline, I guess they have another week to... Uh, or half a week, half you a give week. a couple of days. But they only went on a two-week run because Tara, the actress in real life, was pregnant. Yes. And they were hiding her belly, so they sent her off with Heath. Yeah. Because in the comics, Heath is in the lineup. Oh, that's right. Yeah. So, all right. <laughs> Rick says to Michonne, this is our life, and she's like, well, what kind of life is this? Yeah. We've always fought for everything that we, we've ever gotten. So I like that she's thinking about... Let's team up with the Hilltop. Yeah. Because once they realize there's a kingdom, my guess is they'll try to team up with the kingdom. Yep. Now, we don't know how many fighters they have at the kingdom. The, the kingdom also doesn't like to fight. And they don't have a lot of guns. No, they don't. They have a few, but they, they really, none of them know Negan. No. Only the handful of them, they go outside and meet they him. They know so. the saviors, but not Negan. So Michonne says, I'll try to accept this. For your sake, I'll try. She then goes back to the truck. She sees something <sighs> off in the distance, and she, she walks to it. And this is where you didn't know exactly what it was at first. I thought it was a car accident. I couldn't tell. I just saw smoke. I'm going, what is that? And then when I realized, I'm like, oh, my God. It's the mattresses that the the saviors took. They burned all of the mattresses. Sick and twisted. So they didn't even need them. They just burned it to say yeah. F off. And there were saviors we saw living on cots. 
I know. It's not like they couldn't use them. I thought about that too. I thought, well, they technically could use them, but this was just a real. They dick clearly. Move. Well, here's the thing: they didn't know Michonne would be out there, and I don't know geographically where those mattresses are. But wouldn't they have? They Should, had would had to have assumed that somebody of the of the survivors was going to find it. I guess. But clearly that was their intention. That was a crushing scene. Well, Michonne cried. Oh, God. And then the last thing we see is Sasha with an empty bullet casing going to Eugene and saying, oh, make me Rosita. a bullet. Rosita, right, Rosita. Because Eugene had said, all I need is the shells. I can make, bullets. make the bullets that are in there. So we may have one bullet. One. One gun, one bullet. Well, you only need one for Negan's head. Well, that's true. Although I, you know, I still don't see that happening. Uh, so here are the scenes we see for next week. We oh, should, we, should we talk about real quick what Rick said in the bedroom? Oh yes, I forgot. Michonne is saying to him, "Why are you so? Why are you giving up? Why? Why aren't we fighting?" And Rick says, tells this story and to to paint the picture of, "I will do what I have to do in this world yep. to make sure nobody dies." And he tells the story of his friend Shane. Then you realize, oh my God, Shane was such a big part of the show, but only for a season and a half. Yeah, because Michonne never met him. Yeah, that's right. They never met. He was dead at the farm. Yep. He never made it to the prison. Mm-mm. Shane, by the way, shooting Shane is why the herd came and killed everybody at the farm or yeah. wiped out part of the farm. They had to leave, which is why they ended up at the prison. Yep. And Carl shot Shane. Yeah, because he turned fast. Yeah. He says about, talks about his best friend, and they thought he was dead. They thought, Rick, Rick said they thought and I was dead. And his wife, Lori, and Shane had a thing. They had a thing, and he I admits. Came back. Yeah, I understand it. He realizes the baby is Shane's. Yeah, he said Judith is not mine. Not mine. Now, we still don't know that for a fact, but I guess he's convinced. His intuition is telling him this isn't my kid. Yeah, the timeline's a little off. Yeah. He said, but I, but I love her, and I protect her, and I'll fight for her, basically, because I've convinced myself she's my kid, and that's what I got to do. Yeah. He said, so if I can accept that, I can accept what I have to accept, and this is what we have to accept. This is the world. Yeah. And I can't watch anyone else die. Yeah. Because he blames himself for for Glenn and Abraham dying because he's the leader. Yep. And he will not watch anyone else die. So Baby Judith. Now, can I talk about the scenes for next yes. week? <laughs> Bully. We see the hill That's an important part though. I know. I know. You're right. You're absolutely right. Uh we see the hilltop. Maggie's okay. Again, oh, you see that asshole Gregory. Well, we see Gregory Ugh. who's blaming the survivors for putting them at risk. They put us at risk. And we see Simon, Negan's right hand man, leading an army of men into the My hilltop. God. Now, in the trailer for this season, they've shown us Simon running in in the daytime. We've also seen a scene where the hilltop's on fire and there's walkers. Yeah. And Jesus was kicking their ass. That's not this scene because it's during the day. Okay. But Simon shows up and he's yelling at Gregory. He's like, we need to talk. And then we see uh, Gregory saying, it's the only way we can save ourselves. It, so it seems like he's going to throw the survivors, under the, bus. the stars of the show, under the, the Alexandrians, yeah. and blame them for something, or do something for Simon that won't get the hilltop destroyed. Simon must have realized they sent him to the satellite building. Who else knew where that building was? Exactly. They would definitely let him to there. Because the kingdom doesn't go there. No. So they must know who's been there. The library people probably weren't there. They wiped out oh, the library people. the library people. people. There's like five. Yeah. <laughs> You know, did Negan ever meet the wolves? We don't know. Because the wolves weren't scavenging for supplies. They were just killing people. And they were scary, too. They were scary. So, Gregory may be in trouble, but he talks his way out of it. But he's another weasel, like Spencer. And you had pointed something out to me in the uh, trailer for next week, where Carl is looking out the window. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumping ahead. Jumping ahead. I want to get to that in a minute. Oh, in in the scenes, we see Enid leaving. She's climbing the wall. And Carl is, like, trying to stop her. And then she says, I'm not saving you again to Enid. I'm not going to save you again. Yeah. And then we see Enid outside. What the hell is she always escaping? She's a freak. She <laughs> she always wants to leave. And yeah. she doesn't care. The wolves are around. She's going to climb over the wall. Yeah. Negan's out there. I'm going to climb over the wall. I'm not going to do any more updates on the Fear the Walking Dead passage shorts. Other than the darker skinned woman taught the lighter skinned woman how to kill a walker. Yeah, she you said to, get him in the brainstem. Yeah, don't hit him in the skull because the knife will bounce, bounce off. off. Get him in the soft spot of the forehead, the eye socket, Oof. whatever. So just keep watching that. Don't fast forward through the commercials unless you want to wait till they're all done and then watch them in it's one like lump. It's like 30 seconds. It, it's worth it. We're getting somewhere very slowly. Um, Ron Funches, comedian, Lou Diamond Phillips. Funches. Ron Funches, the comedian, actor <laughs> Lou Diamond Phillips, and uh, The Walking Dead EP, Dave Alpert, were on Talking Dead. They had the, the poll where they said it was called Brave or Stupid, and we said Brave 55%. I say Stupid, you I say, say Stupid. I say Stupid. 
they didn't give we didn't neither one of us loved the episode as far as they didn't really give away a lot of secrets. They didn't ask a lot of great questions. So Talking Dead was just okay. Yeah, it was okay. Although, so here's what I <laughs> Chris Hardwick did say though that Talking Dead, which by the way was the hundredth episode, yep. has the highest ratings of any late night talk show. That's awesome. That's pretty awesome, considering Jimmy Fallon. And the Fallon's on five days a week, and Hardwick's on one day a week, so he really has one day to make the ratings. But still, that's huge. And you're coming off The Walking Dead. I can't imagine anyone watches The Walking Dead doesn't watch Talking Dead. Don't tell me how to go to bed. DVR it. Don't tell me you haven't got a DVR. Pay the $7 a month. <laughs> Don't tell me you haven't got $7 a month. Don't eat. <laughs> I, I'm being facetious. If you can watch Talking Dead online, make sure you do. It's a great companion to the show. Love you, at Chris. Love you, at Hardwick. Yeah, at Hardwick. Love you. Um, so... The scenes for next week. Carl's talking to Michonne, and he says to Michonne, why didn't you go with my dad? No, we don't know where dad went. We don't know where Rick went. Yeah, we're, yeah, I don't know. That's when we see the um, Morse code on the wall. Yep. And then, for whatever reason, she leaves. Where's she going? Don't know where she's I going. I don't know. She packed a lot of stuff. And she walks out the door of this kitchen. Carl then sees something, I guess out the window, gets nervous, and runs towards it. Then the scene ends. And everyone on Talking Dead... They didn't know what he was looking at. What do you think he was looking at? I don't know. Ron Funch is like, I don't know what he was looking at. <laughs> Nobody knows what he's looking at. And I'm unless I'm 100%, I mean, I'm out of my mind, it's obvious what he's looking at. I, I don't see it. We just what? talked about it. In the scenes for next week, at the end of the regular Eamon episode... Eamon climbing over the wall. Eamon climbing the wall. Oh, now it makes sense. So I don't know why they didn't figure that out. Are you sure? Okay, even if I'm wrong... I at least figured that out. Well, that's true. I'm very impressed with that. Thank you. I was so sucked up in the moment, I didn't think about that. Why Enid's climbing the wall in broad daylight, I don't know. She's a tool. She's a tool. Or maybe... She was in the closet too long. She's in the closet. So that's what I'm going with. She lost Again, oxygen. tweet us, walkers underscore talkers, and let us, and both of our handles. Let us know what you think Carl was looking at or if I'm crazy. Yeah. So this, let's recap. Carl was looking at Enid. <laughs> Daryl's tongue cut off bullshit. Morse code, semi bullshit. Semi bullshit. <laughs> Not buying it, but I might be. <laughs> so th- that's it. So again, Negan's never been in the kingdom. I love Ron Funches' line. If he was in the kingdom, he'd have a tiger by now. <laughs> yeah. Although I think the tiger would eat Negan. I think Shiva would eat Negan. Shiva, absolutely. So that's it. Well, thank you for sticking with us. This was a long one. And again, it was What's a long up, one. This is Afrojack, and you're listening to the Walkers and Talkers podcast with David Brody and Jamie. Thanks, Afrojack. Thank you, Mr. Jack. And I think Mr. Jack has a new album coming out, so please pick it up. Oh. And again, thank you, Afrojack. For our new song intro, we have a new logo. I love it. So it's been, yeah, and this is like a 90 minute podcast. I apologize. Yeah. <laughs> we, we may edit it down a little bit. <laughs> Thanks for listening as always. Tweet us, ask us questions. We'll read your Twitter handle on, yep. on, on, on the podcast. We love questions. Enjoy your week. We're sorry it's so late. It's a long story. <laughs> Thanks, guys.